Okay. And let's make sure that you are nice and centered. So that people can see you. There we are. Okay, so uh, at this point, refresh if you need, because we are live once again. Also now recording. Anna, we've lost my camera. Damn it! Yeah, it, this isn't, this doesn't, it really doesn't like it when I swap over. Okay. Hold on. Off. Let's see if we can fix this. Activate. Okay, so now they can see me. Let's see if we can turn this camera on without destroying my feed. And if it does, you just might have to put up with not being able to see me. Uh, okay, if need uh, be, that's see if we can get this working. Hi, mo moving John and hair fixing Liz. You know, there we go. This Basic, is the life guys. that we have now. That is a cool jacket. Are you trying to outdo my jacket? Is that what's happening now? Yes. Yes, it is. The jacket that I specifically had ready? Well, I can't see it, so as far as I'm concerned, you're... Oh, I can see it! Yes! All right, well, let's see if we can make that work. Yeah, I actually stole John's jacket and I added a bunch of fabulous detailing to the shoulders. <laughs> it's like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, but the traveling jacket. We've been mailing it back and forth for years, ever since you moved. Has it been years since I've moved? Yeah, it, it has. Yes, it has. <laughs> oh. Well, that's yeah. no good. So how is everybody? You talking to people in the chat or to me? To you. To me. I am well. Uh, I just had a dance class. So I appreciate you accommodating me and you folks in the chat at this late hour. Um, very late for some. Too late for some, unfortunately. But um, this will be uploaded to the YouTube channel as per usual. Because <laughs> that's what we do. That's how we that's how we roll. All the rest of my streams have not been uploaded for a while. I've been very lax, but these ones have been. So, well, you know, we do what we can. <sighs> but we were really waiting for this. Yeah, I know. I know that that's how it normally goes. Sounded like it was super interesting when I walked in, though. Like legit. But we're here mostly for you. Um do you want to uh you want to fill people in on on what just happened yeah so um i think it goes without saying guys that if you care about spoilers of changeling and you did not watch sunday's episode if you are not up to date on changeling for the love of everything <laughs> stop watching <laughs> we will refer to events of last session <laughs> and Go. Okay. So last session shit went down. Um, it was revealed that Captain Daff was uh the the Dauntane. Captain Daff. Did I say Captain Daff? Yes, I was you reading did. Captain Daff and the it, Captain Daff was the Dauntane the whole time. No one saw it coming. Talus was the Dauntane. Uh we're off to a great start. And then he tried to kill us all and he almost killed our Balefire and Captain Daff, not Talus. And then Let's see. Did he try to kill you all? Well, he tried to kill Patches, and Patches is the heart and soul of us all. So, yes. Uh. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, but he got away. Mm -hmm. um, he seems to be the big bad of this. Uh, uh, I don't know, chapter, at least. We're being raided by Cannon Fod. <laughs> and yep yep so basically 
everyone was getting, well, everyone, Sophia was pretty mad at Incisor for failing as the head of security at the Spark and letting Adontain live in the Spark with them for years and no one noticed. Then it was revealed that Talus had been um, messing with her brain. So Sophia went into Incisor's dream and learned this. And that is where we ended last session. All right. So you have exited the dream at this point? Yeah, unless there's anything else that that that's that's up to you whether it. you want to stick around in it or not. No, no, I'm good. So when Sophia exits the dream, um you return, you're now you're still sitting on Incisor's floor and she is still asleep at this point. Um, around you, you can see that she's got many, like she still has one of those CD racks, mm-hmm. um, which of course nobody uses CDs anymore, but she still has one. But what's interesting is that if you look through her musical tastes, they range from classical music to, um, new age to bubblegum pop to, um, experimental jazz one thing that isn't there though is heavy metal interesting so she has a wide variety of tastes but no heavy metal at least in music okay um i guess i will just commit a couple of those names to memory i'll get them from you separately um And I want to see how she's sleeping because when I was casting Dreamcraft in her mind, I was specifically trying to fill the spark with um, feelings of inspiration and positivity. So I'm hoping that she's not in, she's not in a fitful sleep right now. Um, no, no, she seems to be sleeping pretty, pretty peacefully. Um, she has restless legs, though. Okay. Um. Well, I don't really. I don't want to wake her up. So, um, I'm gonna. I think go to Talus's office. So you. Okay. So you get up. You go to the door. You open it, and as as you open the door, you just hear this. Did you get what you needed? What? What was that? Did you get what you needed? I did. I did. Um, everyone was right. Talus, Talus has been messing with your head for a long time. Do you remember any of it now? Wait a second. You say everyone was right, except as I recall about, I don't know what time it is, but it couldn't have been too long ago that everybody was in there saying that I was the absolute worst, that I was was under a lot of stress. Emotions were running high and they, they jumped to conclusions. I, for one, am very sorry. So in other words, everyone was wrong. Everyone was wrong, but then they were right about the theory as to why they were wrong. The point is, we figured it out. Oh, well, that makes me feel better. And she swings her legs out from over the bed and just rolls her shoulders. Oh, it's too early to go back to bed. I'm now, I go back to bed now and I'm going to wake up at like a normal time. What's what's a normal time for you? I don't know, like seven, like when normal people wake up in the morning. All right. Well, what time is it? What time is it, John? It's probably close to eleven o'clock. Okay. Well, after today, I'm not going to be getting much sleep either. 
I don't know if that actually makes sense. I, I was re relatively sure that you could sleep whenever the hell you wanted. Uh, not after experiencing what we went through today. Not after realizing that somebody I thought we all could trust and that we'd been living with for a long time was something like that. The world okay. turned on its head and... Okay, just sit down for a second, would you? I can't sit down and no. I'm like getting up and I'm pacing for a little bit. No. No, because what's happening right now is not rational. How long have you been like you are? What do you mean been like I am? How long have you been you? That you reawaken the other side of yourself? When was your chrysalis? It was ten years ago. Okay, so you've lived an incredibly sheltered ten years. I get it. And it's only now that you're starting to see how the shit can hit the fan every once in a while? I guess, if you want to put it that way. You're the living embodiment of a fairy tale. When was the last time that you heard that a fairy tale was mostly just eating fucking biscotti at your local Starbucks? What kind of fairy tales are you reading that are eating biscotti at a Starbucks? Exactly. Which means you gotta start realizing that sometimes shit goes bad and you need to take a breath and just let that happen. We'll deal with it. We will. Are you actually telling me to calm down? Hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Interesting. The world really has turned on its head. <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. Right? So? If today is opposite day... broken it's broken we've broken routine fine let's do something what would you do right now it's not every day that i wake up and someone's been rummaging through my rem sleep so the first thing i'm gonna do is make sure that everything here is secure And she asks the question, already knowing the answer, is there anything I can help with? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're going to follow me. So she gets up, and instead of actually changing out of the pajamas that she's put on, she just puts her leather jacket on top and half-heartedly zips it up. And she turns around, and she opens her door and just walks right through. I'm going to follow. This is what we do. Anytime that we're looking that we might be able to take some time off, which honestly you need that time, is we're going to check to make sure that everything else has been organized and set. Hmm? Okay. Yes, okay. ma'am. <laughs> we always start downstairs. And she smacks the button to call the elevator. And Incisor leads Sophia in this 10-minute tour where she just checks to make sure that everything is, at least if it's not as it is expected, that she understands what's going on. So things like, oh, keypad is obviously not working as it should, but at least it's working. Is the dungeon still secure? Yes. Is the balefire secure? Well, as secure as it can be at this point in time. Um, is the workshop secure? No, you can't get into the workshop at the moment. She's like, that's fine, as long as nobody can get in. She takes the back up, goes, circles through, looks at the kitchen. Kitchen is kind of, you know, like you were cleaning up broken glass in the kitchen, um, making sure that that's fine. She makes sure that she knows exactly who was in the freehold at this point in time, which is most people who you would expect. Um, mm -hmm. Hatches is not. Hatches has left. Um, and you see that she's just mentally keeping track, making notes, 
She's doing it very quickly. When she passes by Talus's office, she stands outside of it, narrows her eyes. I don't know if we're going to find anything interesting in here. I think we will. I've been in here before. I know you have. Okay. And she plants one foot, and with the other one, unshod, by the way, completely barefoot, just kicks it open. Okay. I didn't uh, need I to do that. I did it anyway. That's you in a nutshell. I want to go straight to the filing cabinet mm -hmm. that was depicted in her dream. Mm -hmm. And I want to look for the false, um, the drawer with the false bottom. So you pull the files out, you find the false bottom, you open it up. Um, and on the inside, there's a manila folder. Want to open the folder? You see um, a very old patent application alongside some photographs of Talus and Zister when they were younger. Not young, What's... but younger. <laughs> What's the patent application for? Patent application is for a new means in which one can store glamour in an object not originally designed by a dreamer. Want to show it to Incisor? Okay. I bet this is what was supposed to actually be in the safe. Seems consistent with what Zista said it was supposed to be in there. Also in your dream, you mentioned having noticed that Talus would take objects from people. He would steal them and then keep them for a while and then replace them or I don't know when I went to his room after Sawain he didn't really have anything in it and it didn't strike me as strange at the time but it really should have why well I guess I was mostly surprised that someone who'd taken an oath of true hearts who was seemed to be so loving and so devoted wouldn't have any peace any sentimentality about the room at all any changeling who's dantain isn't really going to give a shit about whether or not they're an oath breaker yes but i at didn't least... know that he was dantain at the time at least that's what i can assume i'm not exactly the world's expert on these sort of things but in terms of his room I don't know. I've met a lot of people who've decided that they don't need a whole lot of material possessions. But that isn't very consistent with the kind of lifestyle he was pretending to lead. Exactly. We all could have... We all should have done better, but there's no point in... beating ourselves up over it. You know... The world's full of stories that wouldn't work unless a lot of people were really stupid. That's a good point. Certainly a lot of the Greek mythology. But that doesn't mean that you were stupid. Look, there's one thing that I really need you to do, and I'm already worried about other people, but I think that if you didn't do this, we'd all be completely fucked. Go for you it. can't let this kill you. You can't Go let ahead. this kill your optimism. If I let it kill my optimism, then he wins. And I'm not about to let that happen. This isn't the only thing that's going to happen in your life that's going to suck. I know. But that's when we gotta be nervous. That's when we gotta be careful. Because the only way that he wins is if he manages to divide us, because he's only one. And we're many. 
He almost succeeded today, too. We can't let that happen again. It's gonna happen. Unfortunately, there's a couple of different ways that you can divide a group like this. Political lines. Kith lines. Nobles versus commoners. There's too much of it. There's a lot of places in which we're going to be vulnerable. So just don't do anything stupid. And don't start thinking that the world is any different today than it was yesterday. Nothing's changed. You're just a little smarter now. Then something has changed. We're all a little smarter now. Sure. But it doesn't mean that the world's a horrible place. Just that I know. the world's just as horrible as it was. No, it's not. Do you really believe that the world is just as horrible? Glass half full, glass half empty. It's the same metric. Let's... Let's go somewhere. You've secured the spark? Now what do you do? Okay, the world has changed. Come on, I'm waiting. I guess I'd go out. Are you going thrashing? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Can I come with you, please? <laughs> Why would you want to come thrashing? Because I have no idea what it is and it's killing me. I bought three possible outfits in New York. I don't know what one would normally wears thrashing, so I bought three different choices. I want to go. I need, I need to think about something else. So thrashing isn't exactly a, a, a steady activity. It's, it's more of a state of mind. Do you want to get into that state of mind? Sure. Put clothing you don't give a shit about. And I'll meet you in the exhaust. Okay. Okay. I can do that. I can do that. Off she goes. So you head upstairs? Yep. Okay. You're in your apartment. I'm getting changed. Into? Well, Sophia doesn't have clothes she doesn't give a shit about, so she is going to go with one of her New York options. And I have a picture of it. Hold on, let me find it. Because after consulting with Fashion Bunny today, we decided that if one day Sophia does go thrashing, this is what she would wear. Oh, it's not working. Okay, never mind. No, there it is. <laughs> So she is wearing clothes. She is wearing clothes. That is what she is wearing. Because she's a try-hard little she, and I love her for it. When you get back down... <laughs> with the glasses. With the glasses for now. Because <laughs> you wear your sunglasses at night? Yeah. When you get back down, um, Incisor is waiting for you. She has made concessions to the fact that going outside in November weather wearing pajamas is probably not the best plan. So she has um, reverted to her jeans, her mesh tank top, and her jacket. Oh, she's wearing a jacket because that's sensible. Uh, it probably looks like this. Convenient. All right. Here's the deal. 
Thrashing is achieving a state where you no longer have to think. That sounds good after today. Okay. So there's a couple of rules. First rule is that if at any time you need to stop, we come back here. I don't care if you want to act tough in front of me. I'm not carrying your ass home. You have to be responsible about your own limits. Okay? Okay. Second is, try as hard as you can not to get arrested, because it's a pain in the ass. Okay. And the third is you got to understand that I am who I am. Okay. Is it? Is it really? Because I'm not you. I know. My idea of not thinking is not walking out onto a beach somewhere and staring out into a sunset while playing the harp. What do you think I do on weekends? I have no idea. And I have no idea what you do. And that's what tonight is all about. How can I expect to know you and trust you if I don't really know you? If I haven't seen this part of your world? Part of your world. What do you think my world is? And she hits the elevator. Well... You mentioned that rave scene in the second Matrix, so I looked it up. So I saw that. So I'm assuming it's something like that. Just on repeat in your head. All the time. I thought and I told you this before. that scene from Enchanted where she's making the dress and all the woodland creatures are coming in to help her. Because My world are, right? is hunger. It's hunger, and it's a hunger that I will never be able to fully satiate. That's the word you'd use? Satiate, satisfy, sure. And she walks straight out onto St. Catherine Street and just starts walking at a... not. She's not running, but she's definitely walking at a, at a fast clip. I'm walking at a fast clip, too. Hunger takes a lot of different forms, okay? It's not... The one thing that it isn't is food. I so can eat whatever I want. No, it's not like I don't enjoy food. Food is good. Did okay? you enjoy the cupcakes? Yes, they were, they were excellent. You have to understand that I, I still care about what I put in my face, even if I can put anything I want in it. So, if you have a hunger scale... Mm. You're starving, and then you eat some cupcakes. Does it, does the meter move at all, or does it just feel like a drop in a pan and nothing? It's a different kind of hunger. I'll show you what I mean. And she turns off into an alley. I will follow. She walks over to a dumpster, and she takes one fist and she slams it on the side. And... When you, and all you hear on the inside is just this echo. You hear that? Yes. What do you normally put in one of these things? Trash. Right, trash. You got to think of it not in terms of food, but in terms of everything. Okay. I hunger for experience. I hunger for moments, for energy, adrenaline. That moment where I know that I'm in charge. That moment where I know that I am absolutely not in charge. I'm hungry for everything. Food's just an easy way to think about it. didn't realize until this moment how much we are actually the same. Except that I don't think I could pour battery acid into your face. 
No, please don't do that. Yeah, that's not my plan. Thing is, I am always empty. There is not going to be a moment that I will ever not be hungry. And the best that I can do is thrash. But being hungry and being empty are two different things. You can be hungry and still have some satisfaction. So what is it that that gives that to you? What do you do? What do I do? Yeah, is it your music? It's my music, but it's more than that because my music, when there's no one to share it with, it doesn't give me that same satisfaction. It's my music inspiring somebody else to write something of their own. It's a song that I made and created for penance, inspiring tired warriors to sit down and drink. <laughs> it's it's not my music, it's our music. I look for connections too. I don't hunger for it as desperately, maybe, but... It's because you've never had a hard time making a connection in your entire life. Say so you can't imagine? <clears throat> Didn't say I couldn't imagine. I just mean that it's not difficult for you to do this. But it hasn't been up to this point. And then I meet someone like you and I don't understand you at all. I don't know anything about your world. And I realized that it's easy to win a game if you're the one who owns it, knows all the rules, and only invites people over who have never played it before over and over and over again. All right, I know where I'm taking you today. And she starts walking. Okay. So Following. Following. So here's the thing. It's not a game the way that you're describing. It's not the fact that you know the rules and other people don't. And that you only ever deal with people who don't know the rules. It's that you're an ideal. An ideal that other people aren't normally allowed to have. And when you actually let them into your world, even for just a moment, you're giving them a glimpse of something that they're worried they may never get to experience ever again. So they hold on to the moment tightly. Tightly enough so that they can at least say that once, once in their miserable lives, they managed to have the attention of somebody perfect. Well, that's not what I want them to come away from it with. I know no. that's a part of it, but I want them to be so overwhelmed by what they created themselves as a result of our knowing each other that that stands at the forefront. And you'd be surprised. You're going further and further downhill, by the way. Hey, in any way, as an, as a Sealy, you must, you must have some dreamers that you look after. Yeah, I do. Are we going to see them tonight? No. Why not? Because they're mine. I wouldn't take them from you. You wouldn't try to. I got a kid. She's 16 years old. She's finally learning what it is to be a dancer. She's scared of it. Scared of being up in front of a crowd. Scared of actually showing off something that she really enjoys. And she's good at it, too. Her teacher knows she's good at it. I know she's good at it. She's scared shitless of it. But, uh... 
She's got that face that only a mother could love. She sees you, and she's going to see what she wants to be. And I need her to get to a point where she's happy with what she is. Well, I'm sure I could never dance like her. Yeah, see, you say that, except that the dreaming designed you to be perfect. There are some things that I am exceptional at, it's true, but I'm not perfect at everything. No? Anyway, what is it? I've said it before, right? What is perfect? Anyway. She takes you to a gravel-lined area with lights streaming I was up. At this the other day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is this is symbiosis. Into the sky. This is the Canadian Center for Architecture. It's actually a building, which you can't see in that image that is presented to you. Well, you can, but it's the sculpture garden that she's taking you to. Gravel-lined area surrounded by greenery with these odd sculptures. And if you can look in the photograph that's there that there's one of a chair leaning out, supported by beams. Get in the chair. Okay. I sit in the chair. So... This involves a, a climb of about six meters up. I managed to get in the chair somehow. I climbed to get in the chair. <laughs> Before you is Montreal. You can see all the way to the river. But it's high, and this sculpture sways very slightly in the wind. You can hear the whizzing of cars moving by as there's a highway very close underneath. And then she kicks the sculpture, and vibrations move throughout it. It makes a very hollow clang. Don't do that. Do what? You wanted to see what I'm going to do? Fine. And she pats it. She doesn't kick it, so it's not nearly as startling, but you can still feel it echoing right up through your tailbone up to your skull. It's scary, isn't it? But you know that you're in control. You could get down from that chair, head down here, Anytime you like. I can't actually collapse this thing. It's strong as fuck. Uh, I'm pretty sure you could collapse it if you wanted to. Not before you could get down on your own. You wouldn't be hurt. But you're scared anyway, aren't you? And now she kicks it again. You gotta understand that sometimes people choose to get scared because they actually enjoy it. Sometimes it's okay to feel instead of think. You still think that I don't feel. I don't think you feel everything. And I think you don't feel everything. What don't I feel? And she leans back against the sculpture. Well, I'm not going to explain it to you from up here. Then come down. I kind of like it. It's the trick. Thrashing sometimes means that I bury myself into a sea of people 300 deep, knowing that I'm the biggest badass standing around inside of all of them, and that any one of them can face against me, and I will have them. No one can touch me. Does thrashing involve getting into a lot of bar fights? Is that what thrashing is? Sometimes thrashing is sitting in a chair because I choose to, even though it's scaring the shit out of me.
Because if I'm the biggest baddest out there, the one I gotta be afraid of is myself. And my own stupid decisions. I don't think you're stupid, you know. Why? I also know it doesn't matter what I think. Why? Why doesn't either of those things matter? Hmm? I think you're ashamed. Yeah. I think you feel like you're a failure. I think it was pretty clear that I was a failure about two hours ago. I thought the dream proved that you were not. The dream proved that someone got the better of me. The dream proved that someone saw you as the biggest threat who needed to be taken care of. That's exactly what you said you were. No one can beat you. Still got the better of me. He had to cheat. It's not cheating. There is no cheating. He still won. He hasn't won yet. We still have the spark. No one died. And the bear, the balefire still glows. Yeah, thanks to you, Patches, Brom. Not thanks to me. I think if it hadn't been for you, things could have gotten a lot worse a long time ago. Maybe. There's no way of knowing that. I'm just this shitty security guard. You're not. I remember you being fantastic during penance. I'm going to start to climb down as I'm saying this. Do you remember that heckler? You took him out. <sighs> Didn't cause a scene and the party could go on. I don't like causing scenes. I'm not a huge fan of people taking notice of me these days. Oh, that seems like a change. No, it's dangerous for someone like me to take too much notice. Where would you go next? I get to the ground. I'd have jumped off the chair. To to where? To down here. Okay, well you it can hurt. tell me that when I was up top. Yeah, because it'd scrape you up. This is gravel. This shit hurts. I have my methods. But you're not me. You think you... I'm made of glass. You're not and made I'm of not as tough as you all are, maybe, but I, I'm learning. I can be pretty badass when I want to be. You're Michelangelo's David. You're, you're an iPhone 10. You can, you, you have to understand that it, just because you can take a couple of scratches doesn't mean that it wouldn't be a crime anyway. That statue that's sitting there in Italy, it's made of rock. You think it's not tough? If I push that thing over onto somebody, it would kill them. Mm -hmm. But I'd fuck up the statue. And sure, we could put it back on its pedestal and we could try to buff out the scratches, maybe reattach the dong after it fell off or whatever, but it would be different, it would be changed, and it wouldn't be as perfect. Consider a waterfall. Consider the most beautiful waterfall you've ever seen. Now picture an imperfection in a waterfall. Can you do it? No. No, you can't. 
Because a waterfall wasn't created by anyone. It is. And just in existing, it is perfect. And you, just in existing, you are perfect. And I'm not going to let you contradict me. I need that to sit. Please, just let it sit. You don't have to believe me, but... Come on, where's the next stop? I don't even spell tits right on the back of my jacket. You think I care? I love it with the Z. Let's go. <sighs> Where are we going? Are we going dancing? Are we doing the, the rave thing that they did in the Matrix? There's no... It's Monday night. <laughs> there aren't a lot of so, raves going on around here. It's Montreal, Incisor. I thought you were a party animal. Fuck it. And she starts heading towards student housing. Oh, shit. Student housing. Making it to a university's thriving nightlife. Just early enough that it's the last kind of crush before people have to really focus for their finals. Do you go to school here? No, I, I, I'm not one for schooling. I learned everything I needed to know from books. I didn't need somebody to tell me. No, God, no. School of Hard Knocks. (laughs) I'm kidding. The fuck? (laughs) You, and she... Points at a building, walks in, smashes the door open, takes three steps in, swings open a door, and somehow she's managed to find a party in full swing. Walks over to the fridge, yanks it open, and just pulls out four beers and closes it. No one dares even mention the fact that there's now a stranger in their midst, someone who they haven't seen, and who is now taking their alcohol. And she throws both of the beers in one hand at Sophia. I'd like to try to catch them. Hopefully I do. I don't know. Now, are you the kind of person who drinks a lot? It depends on how good the party is. You, you definitely don't drink a lot around here. Everyone around here is trying to find themselves. They're basically horny as fuck and they need an excuse to find a way to into somebody else's bed. Right? Mm-hmm. You've been to university? Is this was how you was doing things? I was not at university. Okay. So she takes the two beers, rotates them side by side, and then pulls. And I'll just hit my microphone. Why not? And the <laughs> both caps just pop, pop off. And she takes both of them and just pours. And it's not even like chugging. She. It's just like she just literally just pours the beer and it just goes somewhere and as she's doing this it's very clear that she's not doing this in order to get drunk she's doing it because she's paying attention to everyone who's watching her do it and then she takes the bottles lifts them out of her mouth and you hear this guy off to the side just go whoa She glances over, winks at Sophia, and then crushes the bottle in her hand, and it bursts. And then just empties the shards down the same place that the beer went. Her hand is not bleeding. She's wearing gloves, although the gloves now have a few extra nicks in them. And people go nuts they're applauding jumping up and down somebody's rushed over with a bong which she just knocks out of his hand spilling really dirty water all over the ground just flinging 
herself from person to person to person, just opening her mouth, showing that, nope, there's nothing left in there. The glass is gone. She can do it too. And then points directly at Sophia, smiles, turns around, and leans against the wall. Um, what can I do that would look cool? Uh, actually, what I want to do is pass my hand over uh, the top of my beer and cast <laughs> um, and cast Eldritch Prime to create a little bit of a flame coming out of the top of the beer. So you're just opening it and basically making it so that the flame pops the cap yeah, off. Like I, want, I want to open it and then I want to go and then as we bring it down, there's just fire. The thing's just on fire. When you bring the bottle back down after it's lit, um, people once again just start going completely nuts and then they start crowding in amongst you just a bit more than they would for incisor their bodies kind of crushing together in this sort of already too many people in this dorm room type atmosphere until it's pretty clear that um, they're getting excited enough that they're just starting to dance. But their dancing is, is almost violent. Mm. Just pushing themselves back and forth um, as somebody just cranks the music way too high for what would be appropriate on a Monday night. So I would probably like start dancing a tiny bit at the beginning, but if it gets really out of control, I'm going to try to make my way towards the outskirts if I can. So when you make your way to the outskirts, Somebody is in the middle of this flinging elbows everywhere. It's not Incisor. But Incisor does wade in, grab this person by the elbow, and simply pushes so that they put themselves down onto the ground. And then she pulls him, again, by the elbow, mm -hmm. until his face is being passed underneath people's legs as they're going up and down, and he keeps flinching with his other hand, trying to protect his face. And then she leans in very close to him and whispers a couple of words. And then she checks the thumb at the door. This party got lame. Fuck these kids. And she heads out. I'm going to follow him before. I'm just like, it was a one. Thank you for, thank you for having us. It was a wonderful party. Yo, what's your I'm name? Taking, taking my beer. And I'm pretending I didn't hear and I'm leaving. See, that shit just isn't acceptable. What, that party? That guy. <sighs> There's a time and a place to stop marching. I get it. But... He was doing it when no one else was really that interested. So gave him a sense of what it was like to know that you can get shot in the face at any point in time and it's through no fault of your own. You sure showed him. No. Probably learned more than he did in his seminars all week. Maybe. Maybe not. It might be the fact that I think he managed to see my real teeth. What did you whisper to him? I whispered to him that sometimes he's not the biggest monster in the room. Ouch. That's where you get into trouble. 
It's the thing that I have to remind myself constantly, is that I might be the biggest badass in the room, but there might be someone who's even bigger, or who's even badder. I can't take that risk. I can't take the risk to prove that I am awesome, because if somebody else shows me up, I'm the biggest fool. Or you're brave. And you took a chance, and you let people see you. I mean, that's what you just did in there. Now, this is brave. She turns back around, opens the door, sees that guy, and lifts him up, and just goes, Whoa! And slams him in the stomach with, her, with his fist. Oh, yeah! Picks him up, and just flings him over the top of the crowd so that now he's crowd surfing, doubled over in pain, turns back around and walks. Except people aren't looking at you, they're looking at him. I just did him the biggest favor. I scared the shit out of him, and now he's gonna get laid tonight. I made him the life of the party. I'm not normal. In no way can you ever believe that I am normal. Why would I want you to be? When have I ever inferred that that's what I want you to be? I just am. It seems to be like it's something more that you're expecting of yourself. I know. Hey. And I want to lift up the uh, the six pack that I took from the party. Come on. That shit doesn't do anything to me. I know, I know, I know. You're always hungry. Nothing will ever satisfy. As I'm like walking up. No, I mean seriously, I can't get drunk. Like never. No. Ever? No. It just goes down and it's done. I could drink fucking hemlock. You think Paps Blue Ribbon is going to do a number on me? What was it? The only thing that you can't consume is... Knocker? <laughs> is that really a thing? I've never tried. We so I wouldn't be able to tell you. Well, in that case... In that case, we're going to the planetarium. The plan- what? Why? Come on. Okay. Fast forward to get to the planetarium. It's not central. <laughs> okay. I know one of the security guards. Okay. You go up in a chair overlooking the highway to think. I come here. And I want to go into the big um, presentation room. It's like a big dome screen um, over a bunch of chairs. You can lean back and you can look. And they have like projections going of the night sky. And you can watch like different videos and stuff. <clears throat> there aren't great pictures online, but you can get a kind of sense. It's a dome. It's a dome. I want to turn on the just the like the default, the stars. They're very slowly moving. You can see like some star clusters, and every so often a planet goes by. 
Okay. This is what I do. You said once that you look for connections with touch rather than connections with thought. This place... This place makes me feel like we're all connected. And also that we're incredibly small and insignificant when it all comes down to it. But for some reason that makes me more optimistic. That you're small. Yeah. I feel like I'm small, so in the grand scheme of things, what I do can't ruin the universe, but it can change the world. Our world. I'm drinking my burr. Not having anything to say to that, eventually her mouth just closes and she looks back up at the stars. So would you say that life is still exactly the same as it was yesterday? No. She just stares at the stars for a long time. Have you accomplished what you set out to do? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Thank you, John. Well, there you are. Hashtag thirsty chat. Good grief. Yeah. I know. Not even for the sex P guys. Not even for the sex P. Says, have you been in a planetarium? Like those chairs? No. They lean back, but it, no. (laughs) Also, Sophia, knowing one security guard, gets her into the planetarium after hours. I'm asking for the truth to be bent a tiny bit here. We're making the Montreal planetarium way sexier and less well-guarded than it actually is. (laughs) Sorry, Montreal. (laughs) So. That's, I mean, you, you filled your time. Yay. I know that tomorrow, uh, Kate is going to try to stream, although I don't know uh, when. It's going to depend on a couple of different things, but I'm sure she'll let you know via Twitter. On Friday... I have confirmation from Fred. You have confirmation from Fred. So we're going to do sleeping darks. So there you go. Saturday, I know that neither Scott, nor Liz, nor Kate are available. Um, I think that Nohijin said that she might be trying to do something. Um, I also know that tomorrow we have Laurent's Radio Free Twerkle, but for the people who are watching this, the actual session, day 25, will be on Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight. It's another changing the streaming with Elizabeth, but also with Scott and Kate. They'll be right there. There was no smut. <laughs> I'm not that I'm not that easy, am I? I thought it seemed like 
like it was every time I took a drink, but maybe it wasn't. I didn't even realize there was a drink counter. I thought you guys were just doing it every time I took a drink. Oh. <laughs> Milkshake every time there's a Sophia bonus session. Well, I know that Kate also wrote something. It's on the forums, rpgclinic.com, where you can find out exactly what patches did right after the end of day 24. It's so great. Check uh, it out. So you can check that out. Um, which means that they're all one, one <gasps> bonus away from an extra. Exp so much. I'm so sorry, everyone who's drunk, <laughs> because I'm really embarrassed that it's. I can feel that it's greasy, and so I'm like, for some reason, I feel that touching it with my oily hands will like help the matter. <laughs> it doesn't. That's not how that works. Um, if Scott manages to get something bonus done before next session, that means that you'll all get one bonus experience. <gasps> Yay! But he's going to have to do that. That'll be up to him. And that'll be up to the rest of you to kind of force him into that. But for now, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Appreciate just having all of y'all around. A special thanks to Cabin Daff and Erwin for coming in and moderating, you unruly bunch. But uh, otherwise, folks, I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you, Liz, for an, thank a you, night John. of game. Thank you, everyone. Up and to the right, folks. See you next time. <laughs>